the technology is very important as part of this. Technology is the key enablers of delivering that value to the customers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Retail Asia's podcast in partnership with Zebra Technologies. A recent study showed that self-checkout, cashless payments, and personal shopping devices comprise some of the technology that consumers are frequently utilizing. However, does this technology have lapses, and how can firms strengthen this to optimize innovation and take advantage of this technology? In this episode, we will discuss the technology that retailers use to connect with their consumer. My name is Simon Hyatt. I will be your host today, and I am the contributing editor of Retail Asia. Joining me today are George Pepes, APAC Vertical Solutions and Marketing Lead for Retail, Healthcare and Hospitality at Zebra Technologies, and Kristanta Suridama, Sales Vice President for Southeast Asia at Zebra Technologies. George and Cristanta, welcome. Good to be with you, Simon. Yeah, thank you, Simon. Good to be with you today. To start off this episode, I'd like to ask you, George, your study showed self-checkout, cashless payments, and personal shopping devices to be technology that consumers are currently using. How can the adoption rate of these technologies be strengthened? Yes, indeed, Simon. I think according to the Global Shopper Study, 73% of surveyed shoppers want to actually get in and out of stores quickly, which supports the fact that more self-checkout technology, cashless payment and personal shopping devices are really needed by retailers. From what we see in the study, the reason for this behaviour is because a lot of shoppers are still concerned about exposure to COVID from others and really wish to avoid long checkout wait times, plus it's not really fun waiting in queue. Even though things are starting to get better in terms of uh, where we're at with the pandemic, we still see some trepidation from shoppers in terms of waiting in line. So it's important, therefore, for retailers to recognise that such new shopping habits are, are really here to stay. I think one of the key things from the pandemic is, you know, we start seeing that behaviours learnt during the pandemic are basically ingrained in, in shoppers. And really, retail operations need to catch up to what shoppers are expecting. Thank you very much, George. Chris, would you like to add on to George's comments there? Thank you. Yes, yeah, Simon, I think I fully agree with what George has said. I think, in fact, the world is emerging from the global pandemic, and it is a forever change. And the retail sector is no exception to that. We see that shoppers want to shop their way, and they're also looking for alternatives for in-store shopping, for example. And I think simply also want to make the experience uh, more convenient and also more intuitive for them. So prior to the pandemic, many of the retailers already facing heightened customer you know, expectation because of the, the disruptions that happened. So uh, the pandemic, I think, did what was supposed to be, uh, you know, in terms of accelerating the evolu this evolution in retail. And then today, I think we see that the omni-channel shopping search, right, has amplified those expectations while also putting the new demands on inventory and fulfillment, which are very, very core to the retailers. Chris, aside from these, what are the other highly adopted technologies amongst APAC retailers, in your opinion? What do you see? That's very good questions, uh, Simon. You know, Shopper study also, I think, showed that, you know, the retailers are continuing to uh, rely more and more on the technology that can help them to provide a better experience for their, for their customers. So I think a few things that I think important that I want to mention here. About one third of the consumers say they use uh, their mobile devices to look up 
to the competitive price or browsing online, you know, a website for products, you know, during the, the, the shopping trips. And our uh, Zebra Global Shopper study also shows that more than 70% confirm that they have recently left the stores without all the items they want, with nearly half things sitting out the stock out of stocks as a reason for not making, uh, you know, as much as in-store purchase. Yet more than six in 10 of them said that they are willing to purchase out of stock items before leaving the store if they could pick up those items at another one of the retailers nearby stores or if the items could be shipped to their homes. So this is really an opportunity for a lot of retailers to use the right technology to help them to do that. Another point that I want to give you, I think, is uh, 58% of the shoppers say that it's faster to look up information on their smartphones, right, than ask the store associates for help. And the majority of the store associates, about 64%, agree, leaving retailers unaware of when in-store customers contemplating, you know, mobile commerce to purchase, possibly with competitors. So uh, this is where the technology can help the retailers to gain more share of wallet from the customers to provide, uh, you know, what they want. And then uh, more than 25% of the surveyed shoppers also have placed click and collect uh, mobile commerce orders while uh, out shopping. So it's very a uh, hybrid experience that they are now going through and even completing the mobile orders from the, you know, for the, for the home delivery. So you can see the omni-channel become uh, very uh, critical as the customer behaviors is changed and the pandemic just accelerating that kind of uh, transformation that happened in, in the retail. So the technology obviously enable a better customer experience on any platform and help to empower the store associates to deliver the best service possible as the retail sector heads into the future of fulfillment. And it's crucial that the retailers will be equipped with this uh, red technology, Simon. Thank you very much, Chris. What do you think, George? What are you seeing as the highly adopted technologies amongst APAC retailers? Well, I'd just like to echo something that Chris Danto had said earlier. Shoppers essentially now shop the way they want. And that effectively means they shop when they want, where they want, how they want, and whatever platform they want. So to keep base with this, I think Chris alluded to Omnichannel. Omnichannel is one of those key drivers that we're starting to see a lot in retail. And that effectively means that we need to be able to fulfill from distribution centers to in-store. So from that perspective, really, when we look at the technology, we're trying to do a couple of specific things. Now, the first one is to optimize inventory visibility. So if you imagine needing to fulfill from a store, for example, because that's the easiest option maybe for a specific item, then we really do need to know exactly what stock is in that store. We need to know exactly where that is within a store. We then need to look at something along the lines of having smarter operations and actually having the staff be able to pick and pack and process everything ready for shipment from the store. And essentially what all this does is elevates the shopping experience because then you're being able to really provide that promise of, you know, if you're guaranteed a one hour delivery time, then you can fulfill that promise of, of one hour. Now, in terms of what technology actually drives that, there's a couple of there's a couple of key things. Um, essentially, what we need to do is minimize the use of pen and paper. We need to start digitizing the process. We need to start looking at a minimum 
of using barcodes and scanning. The real, I guess, ideal point, we'd start looking at technology such as radio frequency identification, where we can see in real time exactly what's going on in the store. But essentially, if we give that visibility, utilizing that technology, we also need to have the tools in place for the associates to be able to pick and pack and answer questions. I think one of the key ones is, you know, Cristante mentioned the fact that most consumers feel more comfortable or they feel that it's quicker to actually look for information on their smartphones rather than to talk to an associate. So from that perspective, we've got the infantry visibility, but how did we access it? Having mobile computers in the hands of the associates and really putting all of that together to really give the operations that retailers need to drive that customer experience. George, the report also found that not only do self-checkouts enable store associates to focus on higher priority tasks, but on the other hand, they result in decision makers hiring fewer people and investing their money elsewhere. This also led to associates on the floor having increased idle time. Now, how can retailers balance the adoption of technology and keeping their retail associates busy? Well, I think so. I mean, in the wake of, of what we've seen with the pandemic, and, and really it is an unprecedented market disruption, you know, shoppers and retailers have realized that there really is profound importance in the store associates. And I think one of the key things that we've seen is, you know, the store associates have been the necessary workers, the ones that have really kept, kept shelves stocked, kept us fed, making sure that everything is running smoothly. And they've really been essential to surviving the pandemic, I think. But on top of that, they actually provide a human touch. And really when we start talking about an automated world, then that's really important, especially for that customer experience. Store associates serve as the key touch point. And really, they are the face of a retail brand. And really, for, and really, from my point of view, I think they're the ones that actually drive that long-term customer loyalty. And really, by doing, by driving the customer experience. Therefore, we need to understand that it is critical to reinforce the store associates as a high-value role. As a retailer's largest expense, though, attracting, training, and reach and and retaining talent requires investment in the people and the tools to enable them to work with optimal efficiency, with accuracy, and most importantly, these days with speed. Especially when we start talking about needing to fulfil orders within an hour, depending on situation. To add to that. The current labour shortages that we are seeing across the region, it is now more critical that retailers make sure that their associates are looked after with the tools to be able to do their job quickly and easily. According to the Zebra Shopper study, uh, store associates have actually agreed with us that they can provide a better customer experience if they are equipped with the right technology. And the top three benefits of, of having, say, something like a mobile device in their hands that they've told us is, A, they can find the correct the correct price. Again, pricing is important. Um, making sure that a customer pretty much will do their research before walking into a store, knows what sort of price they're paying for, making sure that we match their expectation. Uh, finding a product for a customer. If you can imagine trying to find the right shoe size, for instance, in the back of the room, understanding exactly what's on stock and making sure that you can find everything quickly and easily for that customer and being able to answer customer questions quickly. I think we've already seen that shoppers are finding it quicker and easier for them to look on their smartphones for the answer. So how do we arm the associates with the technology to be able to answer customer questions quickly, be able to provide options, say if something's out of stock, in terms of you know how they get it delivered to the customer. And all this essentially drives that customer experience. Thanks very much, George. That's very interesting. Chris, can you add something on to that point? How can retailers balance the adoption of technology with keeping 
retail associates active with other tasks? Yes, I think I fully agree that I think in any machine that we use, right, meant to complement and help humans doing the jobs uh, more accurately and also more efficiently and not to replace them. So if anything, the machines are meant to take on laborious and mundane, you know, uh, work that uh, humans do not want to do. So we see that many store associates uh, feel that uh, they have too little time to help the customer because they are occupied with uh, other low-level tasks. And they're usually very happy to help, you know, the customers to, to get what they want. And also the third one is, uh, you know, if the store associates uh, feel unhappy, they will leave the jobs, right? And we would agree that uh, it's becoming so difficult now after the pandemic or during the pandemic to hire people these days, especially the good ones. So it's very important for the retailers to find a ways how they can retain their store associates, not just by training them, but also to equip them with the right technologies, devices, and also uh, applications, processes to handle, you know, evolving omni-channel operations that I mentioned before. And empowering them with the right technology to manage the backend process, creating a better customer experience, right, is a very logical decision for, for the retailers. And in, in the long term, I think this will also pay off. 70% of uh, Star Associates, which we surveyed in the Zebra Shopper study, viewing their employees more positively when they are provided with the right technology, Simon. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Now, Chris, what would retailers miss out on if they fail to maximize the adoption of technology in their operations? It's a very broad question. I think it's a, a good way to start beginning to draw a conclusion on this podcast. But what do you think retailers will miss out on if they fail to maximize these opportunities? And I think it's important, uh, you know, to that uh, we have to recognize that uh, we have, uh, you know, very digital safety shoppers. And, and also the store associates expect the retailers to employ the latest technology. So it's very important to have this point of view of what is expectation from the customers, but also expectations from the retail associates, which is very important to run the store, you know, better or in, in the best, basically, you know, possibility. So there is a great discrepancy right now, you know, between the trust gaps of customers and retailers. According to our study, 55% of uh, decision makers surveyed in our study believe they are completely trusted to fulfill online orders as promised. But when it go to the retail, the physical retailers, only 38% shoppers indicate complete trust in the retailers. So I'd like to you know, spin it to be more positive that this is a great opportunity for the retailers to increase that trust. And if they can get it, I think they will get a lot more customers. They will get a lot more revenue you know, uh, you know, from the stores. And to regain uh, trust with customers, I think embracing technological solutions such as AI, uh, artificial intelligence, and also the powerful analytical are greatly beneficial to deliver the, their promise to the customers and also supporting inventory flow within the broader supply chain, right? Because uh, again, I think just mentioned that, you know, inventory is really the core of the retail business. And right now the inventory is not just coming from a few suppliers, but it's now becoming, you know, uh, even global supply chain. So how they can manage it, how they can uh, optimize it, and then out of that, they can deliver the goods that the customer or consumers want to buy in the stores. And this is a really great time for all the retailers to consider how to maximize the adoption of technology in their operations. George, I'm sure you have much to say on this. What do you think retailers will miss out on if they fail to maximize adoption of technology? 
taken from the from the other perspective, I don't think they're going to miss out on. It's not what they're going to miss out on. It's basically what they're going to you know not do, and that's essentially keep pace with their competition and be able to transform their business. That it's something that is relevant. If we look at retailers that are not digitizing their storefronts or their warehouse processing functionalities, they really do run the risk of falling behind not only their competition, but the, the, the industry as a whole. If we start looking at what's been going on during the pandemic, we're starting to see that there's a lot more shoppers who are really having a blend of online and offline retail experiences. So if you're not digitized, you can't actually tap into that digital aspect of, of e-commerce and omni-channel, you're really missing out on the opportunities to do things like being able from store because you just don't have the real visibility into what's going on in terms of inventory. And again, we uh, yeah, even though shoppers are happy to start getting back into stores, they really are starting to see little differences between online versus offline. And we're starting to see that before the pandemic, we were all talking about e-commerce and the growth of e-commerce, but it was happening very slowly. Because of the pandemic and the way that we've had to live our lives, e-commerce has exploded. And I think now it's it's safe to say that it's here. And retailers that are digitizing really don't have the ability to tap into that. Uh, if you look at things like mobile and online shopping, in general, they're set to continue to increase as shoppers do take advantage of services like uh, something uh, something along the lines of buy online and pick up in store or, and curbside pickup. Managing returns, I think with greater e-commerce comes more returns. How do they manage the returns to be profitable for them and not to be a cost to them? How do they make sure that they can get the stock back into rotation and, and sold again? And really the right way to be able to get all of this done is by digitizing. And again, I'll go back to sort of the basics, which is removing pen and paper and at least start with barcoding and scanning so that you have real-time data going into your ERP and making sure that you have that right visibility. But on top of that, when we start utilizing technology such as radio frequency identification, we actually get a seamless real-time view of what's going on with benefits in terms of, say, for instance, cycle counts. We can do more regular cycle counts more quickly without the need for closing down a store. I remember in one of my uh, previous lives being someone who was employed to do a stock take and it was shut down the store to customers, pull everything out, get a pen and paper and then start marking off the numbers. And really what we do with technology is we alleviate that, which basically means that retailers do have greater inventory visibility. They have more real-time inventory visibility. And then with tools, they can arm their associates to be able to do more in terms of omni-channel, fulfilling from store, and really just overall driving a, a better customer experience. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I like to close these podcasts with my take-home message question here at Retail Asia. George, if listeners were to forget everything else that we've spoken about today in this very interesting discussion, George, what would be one or two points you would not want our listeners to forget? What would be your take-home messages from today's podcast? Digitize their processes making sure that they have the right technology in the right place to A, have the right inventory visibility. And when we say visibility across the whole of the supply chain, making sure that you have the associates with the right technology to be able to transform the shopping experience and really overall think about your customers. Think about the shoppers that are coming in. Think about how they utilize technology and where they want to see technology. Thanks very much, George. 
Chris, what do you think? If listeners forgot everything else we've discussed, what would be your one or two sentence take home message that you'd want listeners to keep? Yeah, my key basically kind of takeaway that I want to give to the listeners is I think number one, the retail business is uh, very exciting, especially now we come over from the pandemic, but also at the same time, there is evolution of the retail that happens, you know, uh, with e-commerce, as you mentioned, right? But now as the uh, store are being open, and as you know that all of us going to the shop, going to the mall, not just buying, is part of our lifestyle. So it's great now to see that back, but at the same time, there is an opportunity and also challenges for the retailers. So please make sure that you continue to deliver the best customer experience, whether it's in the store or on basically online and giving the seamless experience for them and uh, and also provide as much as what uh, the customers are looking for. And hence, I think you need to optimize your whole retail operations, uh, make it efficient, make it uh, convenient also for your customers. And the technology is very important as part of this, right? So technology is the key enablers of delivering that value to the customers. And at the same time, you know, look at your backend operations on how you're going to optimize your inventory, how you can use AI, how you can use analytics to know better about what your customers want and then make it available, whether in a store or online and deliver it that as what they want to. So the good news, again, that technology is available for you to do it. And from us in Zebra, uh, we are very happy to go and working together with all of our customers to deliver that best experience that our, our basically, uh, you know, customers are looking for. So thank you, Simon. I think that's uh, from me. Well, George and Chris, thank you both so very much. It's been a really fascinating and insightful session and discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all from Retail Asia's podcast today. We'll be back with more news, views, and insights from the retail industry very soon. Once again, my name is Simon Hyatt. I've been your host today. I'm the contributing editor of Retail Asia magazine. I'd like to thank my operations team in Manila at Retail Asia. Thanks very much for your time, guys. And well done. We will see you again for the next Retail Asia podcast. Thanks very much to our listeners. Once again, thanks very much to George and Chris. Bye-bye for now.